0: Hey how are you? It's Tommy Gentleman here from Tommy G Talks and this is episode 119. Now my guest for this episode is a guy called Tom Gardner. He runs a community online who uh, basically uh, consists of men on their hair growth journey. Now what I love about what Tom's doing is that when you really think about hair and what it really is and what it stands for, you know, whether you have it or not, or whether it's short or long or curly or straight or whatever colour it is, it's part of you and it's literally part of your DNA. And it's something that you wear every day. Um, And it actually says something about you. You know, how you have your hair says something about you. And it's also deeply connected to our confidence and our self-belief. And You know, I stumbled across Tom's community as I'm going through my own kind of hair growth journey, and uh, I was really blown away by how much support and openness there is in this community. And so with this podcast today, what you're going to hear is you're going to hear a little bit about hair. Of course, that's his world. That's his game. That's what he's into, and it's what he's doing here. And, And he's actually a YouTube creator. Goes by the name of Thomas in Action on YouTube, and he's got thousands of subscribers there, Uh, all engaging with his content so there's going to be some stuff about that but also it goes deeper than just the the surface level topic of hair this is about self-belief it's about confidence and ultimately it's about giving it a go we've got to give it a go in life so wherever you are in the world whatever you're doing I hope this connects with you and you can give it a go in whatever it is that you need to do take some inspiration take some positivity from this episode and please do let me know that you're listening let me know who you are where you are in the world please, 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 please do reach out at Tommy Gentleman on Instagram. I would love to know who you are, what you're doing, and what it is that you like about this podcast. All right, let's get into it. Bring on the tune and hit the podcast. Welcome to Tommy G Talks. Our guest today's community Comedy Talks is Mr. Tom Gardner. He goes by the name of Thomas in Action on YouTube and on social media. And he is the founder of Man Buns and Mains, which is an amazing community of people. So I'm going to hand it over to you, my man. I just want you to let everyone know who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Go for it.
1: All right. Uh, three, two, one, shablam. Let's start this again. We were just on uh, Facebook Live and... <laughs> Trying to do well. That was my first one ever, and uh, it, it, we we didn't do too well. But hey, we're here for second round. Um, just for anybody that hasn't heard of me, which is probably everybody that's listening to this. Uh, hello, I'm Thomas, and I have been creating YouTube content for the last five years in the men's hair niche. Uh, did I set out to do that? No, <laughs> but where it's happened, I couldn't be more happy with. Uh, so where we're at in the story right now is I'm currently still creating YouTube content every single week. Uh, but now it's for men with long hair. Uh, and over the past three years, I've actually started to build quite a following for hair growth and hair care tips. Um, because, well, why? Because I just really got into it actually. So, uh, about three years ago I wanted to start growing out my hair. I thought it would be a really good idea to document it. Um, and during the whole documentation process, I just got a lot more people on board and, um, It's now about having a community of inspiring guys to go from short hair to long hair. And long hair is, okay, let's be real. Long hair is the goal, but really the main part in it is the journey uh, from going from short hair to long hair, because for anybody that's done it, uh, Tommy G will be able to attest to this. Uh, It can be treachery going from short hair to long hair. And although at, at the end of the day, you can say, Oh, this is just hair, but, Hair is actually so much more than that. So I like to say, you know, uh, hair is the one thing that we're able to wear and express and say who we are without actually saying anything. Um, So it actually, you might not think it, but it does. Your hair pulls a lot of weight in how you view yourself, how others view you, um, and it's just overall a bit of fun to play around with. And really, with the whole hair growth journey thing, um, those stages of the awkward stage that it really brings that part of you out the self-conscious part thats it's like oh I actually do give a shit about how my hair looks and really the fabric of the community that we've built it's more over on Facebook where all the magic really happens like YouTube is just me talking my shit <laughs> every week but the real magic actually happens over in the Facebook group uh where you know we come we come together we document uh where we're at, whether it's stage two, stage stage two is the actual worst, um, stage two, stage three, stage four, stage nine, whatever stage you're in, uh, you can come to the table, present where you're at, what struggles you're having, and you can guarantee that there's going to be somebody there that is either in the same spot as you um, or they've they've been there and they've been able to give you some really good advice. It's just a really solid, beautiful community. And, I mean, sure, being being the one to create it is one thing, but like seeing it run and seeing everybody be so awesome that like, that's, it's actually. Un- uncomprehendable. Like from what I thought I was building when I first started, because I didn't intend it to be like what it is. I kind of had an idea, but it's just sort of evolved into this. And then I get to meet awesome people like Tommy and we start having chats like this. So I think have I just like sucked the wind out of the room? Like I told you I can go on a tangent and talk and talk and talk. So when you've got to cut me off, let (laughs) me know.
0: No, man. Thank you for setting the tone. And to give extra context, how many people have um, joined the man buns and mains Facebook group now?
1: We are up to 5,300. I think my mom, my mom's actually on board and helping. She's so into it. Um, she helps me with a lot of like the, the post approvals and uh, accepting people into the group. Like we've got a bit of criteria that we follow. Uh, And the latest update that she gave me when she was on her computer was we're at 5,300. Wow. Yes. So it's good. It's good. The bigger it gets, the bigger the family gets. And I think, um, I don't know. It's, it's good. You tell me your experience. Well, yeah, this. I mean,
0: I'm, I'm one of the 5,300 people and um, I, I joined the Facebook group about two months ago now. And that was a result of finding your content uh, while sat in despair in my garage about to, about to do a Zoom call in lockdown. This was about three months ago. I'm thinking, is my hair ever going to be manageable? And that's because throughout my whole life, it's always been the narrative has always been my hair is 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 terrible. It's wrong. It's bad. You know, I was I was bullied, and by the way, people I know would have had a worse, a way worse. I'm so grateful for my upbringing, but you know, I'm only expressing this from my own eyes and my own spectrum of emotions. Knowing that there was two things about me when I was younger that people used to laugh at. One was my last name, and two was uh, my hair um i've come to terms with my last name i think it's now a massive asset for me it's um, the
1: best last name ever <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it really does yeah. help um and the other side of it the hair is i thought it was all good you know but when i looked back at my adult hairstyle life um from like when i was in new zealand i used to do funky stuff and i was like because i was expressing myself and i was finding out who i was and stuff like that but then when i got to um we got back and started a business i was like right i have to be a professional now you know i have to mm-hmm. i have to fit in a box and so i literally had the same hairstyle for like eight years which was yep. like a short black like, and size fade with a bit of curly hair on top and there's nothing wrong with that it looks cool but um, that's a
1: good look too i would well, have to say look. that yeah. is a good
0: look it is but there was something the problem the problem and this is where when you know there's a problem when you know there's a disconnect between the physical version of you that shows up and and represents who you are every day to the either energetic or spiritual or under-rooted version of you that you know is there. And that involves how your hair looks. And, and it is okay to make that connection because it's part of who you are. It's your DNA. Um, then I think you've got to look at why you're suppressing that. And for me, it was about, again, going back to the childhood stuff, not just wanting to hide the hair, you know, just wanting to fit in, to be accepted, yep. to, to pass through without any judgment, just to be able to go through that line and be like, oh yeah, he's a human being with normal hair, cool, move on, you know, not, oh my God, look at his weird hair, which is what all the kids used to say and, you know. Go
1: I on. totally get that narrative as well, like, I mean, you and I have different hair types, your hair's way curlier than mine, uh, but I do suffer from the frizz, so when I was young as well, uh, I always used to go like, ah, oh. uh, Kurt Hawkey, his name was, would have like awesome straight hair and I'd be like, <laughs> Oh, and then um, all these other people that were in my grade, like it would be bloody awesome hair. And I'd be there like, Pah. and do <laughs> you know what? I just have to say, like, conditioning is so much part of this. Like even, even back to what you were just saying about, Oh, when I started business, um, I felt like I had to be clean cut this, th- there's indoctrination everywhere. Like everything we're made up of is indoctrination to what we our surroundings. Right. Um, and the hair thing in particular, you're seeing when you're young, particularly in primary school, you're seeing these kids that have the perfect straight hair, which now they're probably like, Oh, how can I get more adventurous with this? But, <laughs> yeah. um, no, but like back then, right. So their straight, beautiful hair. They could just get out of bed and shablam <laughs> that it looked fine. You know what I mean? And here we are going like, Oh my God, do I really have to deal with this? But realistically at that age, you're not going to know what the hell to do with your hair. You're not going to know that a diffuser makes it more, um, uh, more defined. You're not going to know that a leave in cream can help reduce some frizz. You know what I mean? You're not going to know those things. So by default, um, they've got perfect hair. You've got this frizzy mess. You're young and your ego's obviously comparing yourself. Like you're going, Oh, that's the cool thing. That's not me. Oh, wow. What kind of, you know, it's, you can see where the setup happens. Like, the you get indoctrinated to think that your hair sucks. And then as you get older, like you were already saying, like with your top knot man bun, you know, like that was a way that you could like make that hair do work for you. And I went through the exact same thing before Mm -hmm. I got into any of this hair stuff. Uh in Canada, I had the exact same hairstyle. Why? Because my hair, I also thought I'm never going to be able to do anything with this. I may as well just get a man bun, wear it up, shave the sides, and we're good. Yeah. we're good you know what i mean like that's how that was that's what my mentality was i didn't think i couldn't help it uh and then when i was in canada i this is this is coming back to the theme as well so the whole theme of uh, having a go yes. that's what i kind of like when we were discussing the show notes for this or whatever we were talking about having a go um separate to hair I was actually, what I was having a go at at that time was trying to make YouTube work. That's when YouTube was like a real thing. It started coming about. And I went, I'm going to do this bloody YouTube thing. If other people can do it, I'm going to have a go. And I kept doing all these different videos around Toronto. I was like, cool, maybe we'll go to the CN Tower. We'll go nude beaching. We'll try that. Uh, We'll try this. And um, I also tried a hair tutorial. And I did a man bun and I went, cool. And lucky for me at that time, um, the man bun was trending. And that was my first video that kind of went, whoop. And from there, I went, oh, okay, cool. There's something here at this hair thing. So I may as well do some research into how to define, (laughs) define my curls or get better at this, right? And sure enough, like, I got my little audience happening and then they were going, what's this, what's this, what's this? And I just went, shit, I better go and find an answer. And that's what started me to go and look for answers to work with my hair type, to actually find stuff that actually works. So it's kind of funny how it kind of turns around. And then now I I love my hair so much. I'm so happy that I got this hair type because really, like I was saying before, all the kids in high school or primary school that had really straight hair, they're probably going like, oh, what can I do with this now? Because it's so like, Straight and non textured. So curly hair actually has a lot more advantages. You've just got to learn and try new things um, until it works for you. There's some, there is a solution, but you've just got to
0: look for it.
1: And I think, yeah, sorry, I could keep going,
0: but I don't yeah. want to see,
1: I don't want to suck the wind out of the room.
0: People used mm-hmm. to say to me all of the time, you must have a black mom or a black dad. Mm. My man's my Japanese. So I've even taken. Wow. Say, yeah, yeah. People used to say to me even even in like my twenties, nah, 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 yeah. nah, 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 you have got you've got Caribbean you've got Caribbean in you somewhere. And I'm like, Well, maybe there's only one way to find out. I'll take a DNA ancestry test and it came back twenty-eight percent Japan, sixty two percent UK, and then like um, Germanic Europe and Swedish. So like again, yeah. no no African descent, no no Caribbean descent.
1: I wouldn't have thought that because of how curly your hair is like, cause Japanese hair is so dead straight. So that's just blowing that out of the water. Like <laughs> your actual genetics has nothing to do with it. And I always thought it does like mine. Well, um, my it hair... does.
0: Don't get me wrong. My, my dad, who's British. Yeah. Tightest curls. Wow. Mm.
1: Okay. So that's obviously where you get it from. I get mine from uh, my Spanish nan. Like my mum's side was Irish, uh, but my dad's side is English Spanish. So this is this is dead set Spanish hair, and you should see my sisters. Like I think mine's big, but hers is like, poof, like she takes the Mufasa crown <laughs> compared to me.
0: <laughs> you shared with me uh, when we had a, a call, um, which would be about a month ago now, about how and you've been very open about your sexuality on your YouTube channel. I, t- I saw Oh yeah. A head- a headline which was, you know, am I gay is one of the <laughs> one of the headlines, um, Yeah, how hair might be connected to other prejudice or judgment around sexuality.
1: Nobody ever picked on me for my hair. It was more like how I acted sort of thing. That's where the real pain point was. Uh, the hair was just an added thing of like, cool, I'm not accepted and I've got this big, buffy <laughs> hair, right? Like, <laughs> whoa for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um yeah. So that's, uh, it's a little bit different. The hair's has never affected me like that. Although I haven't dealt with it personally, um, you know, the whole sexuality or being called out for like, Oh, you've got long hair. You're gay. I do know that people in the Facebook group have dealt with that before. And I just, I think it's horrible. I, I don't know if you've been in the group when, if you were in the group when this happened, but there was a guy in there who is gay that had been smacked over the head with a crowbar um, because of how he looked with his long hair. And it was, it was awful. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe that kind of shit happens. And I'm really glad that the, there's something like the group there, Brian, who's one of the, um, the moderators, you know, he really felt for this guy and he went right out on the limb and did like a fundraiser for him. Um, yeah. but in terms of, I just, I really do think it's ignorance and people not yeah. accepting others, for just being who they are. And I, I really yeah. hate that. And I would like to, if I could, um, Turn this into something that could fight against that. I'm just not sure how I would do it,
0: but well, well, I think it yeah. already is. I think it already is, mate. And I actually was in the group when that happened. I think I joined a week before. And if I'm honest, that's the that was the moment when I realised how special the group was. And I was called yeah. for don't to donate. I, I I did give the guy um, the cause some money um, because I, I thought did too.
1: That, I donated him in a tenner. I was like, oh, yeah. that is so, ch-. and that photo just, was
0: so gruesome it's just it, it really i couldn't relate to it in a direct way yeah in terms of having having the fear of that happening to me um but it crushed me because that human being who is in this facebook group for expressing themselves and going on this long hair journey and and that's a beautiful thing and then gets attacked and has to now deal with this fact of having a bald patch on the back of his head as well. It gives, well.
1: Me, goosebumps. It gives me goosebumps. It grows his hair. I hate it. And, and, yeah. and, and you know,
0: I, I just thought, "Fuck you!" Like, what? How? Like, but the, but also knowing that the guy would come out stronger, and and, and the community would help that. And that's what pulled yeah. me in. I was like, "This is special." And this sort of stuff is, it, in a way, it's so pure that it needs to be protected from the pointing and the and the picking and the jibes. But also knowing oh, yeah. that, like the stronger that group gets, and you've said this already, the more people that are in that group, the more powerful it becomes. And there's nothing but good intention in there, and that's why it really opened my eyes, and and why I wanted to talk to you because it's important that people find areas of life, whether it's uh, a, a, whether it's religion, whether it's um a club that they join, whether it's a social group or a book club or, or these days a Facebook group where they feel like there's people that will just accept them for who they are and just look into the yeah. ones they're digitally and just be like, go for it. Good for you. You know?
1: I, I, I that I totally agree. And like, it, I think it's so sad that like um, online is the only place that that guy might be able to get closure. You know what I mean? That makes me feel really awful. But at the same time, it's kind of like, Well, at least there is something and to be, you know, manning a project like that or something that can do something like that. Because what I really believe, like going back to um, the whole being gay thing and not even being hammered for my hair, it was more about just that just the sheer want to be accepted somewhere or to have somewhere where you got your crew and like, you feel good. Like if I could create that for other people, whether it's hair or not, I could do it about, I I could literally do it about anything. I could do, (laughs) I could do a sneaker club. I love sneakers. I could do like a gaze club. I I could do anything. As long as somebody comes there and goes, cool, here's where um, I can belong. And I know that I'm going to be safe here. And it goes into the rules as well. I really made it clear when building the group as well um, that I just won't tolerate any like bickering. Like because bickering opens a can of worms for people to throw knives and daggers. So I I found a really fair way to deal with that kind of thing because literally you can create the rules in those those places, right? So to make it really safe, I just went, all right, well, if people, I'm going to make it really clear in the rules that if people bicker and go back and forth, both of them, are going to get removed because both of them are contributing to the noise. So we want peace here, not noise. So if you make noise, whether you're fighting for a cause or not, like you just report it to the admins who can assess it and go, all right, cool. We'll make the decision here. Just don't get into bickering because that's not what it's about. Not that debating's look, debating's good as well. Like having a good old argument and like, no, this is my point. I like that. But that, that's not the environment I built. No. You know what I mean? I'm because not the opposite, it for that. The opposite
0: is what we're is what we're going up against here. The opposite yeah. is, is the childhood, is the childhood experiences, the trauma, the and again, again, everyone who's listening, this is a thing. It's not the thing. There are many of you listening to this that will have gone through way worse challenges than someone saying you've got curly hair. And I'm yeah. very grateful for having that as you know one of the the difficult things of, of my life between the ages of five and 12 but this is only speaking what can be spoke on because it's what's been felt um and can transfer across to other areas of life i'm sure because we all have a spectrum of emotions but tom you've there's guys that post in that group mate that would not post what they post anywhere else in the world. They wouldn't even show that to their partner, to their best friend, to their parents. And it's because they feel safe doing so. I shared a video in there and it was the first time that we kind of, you, you would have seen me and we became known of each other, I suppose. And that was because I just felt like it was the only place in the freaking world that I could post a video about my hair and not feel like I had to justify anything. I love that.
1: That makes me feel so good hearing. Not not for my ego. Well, partly for my ego. No, but really that you felt safe to do that. That means yeah. I'm doing my job. Like that's that's my duty. That's what I'm meant to do. So if yeah, you felt yeah. that and you felt the, I did. the need I to share very, it there?
0: Very calm, very, very welcome. And to give context to the listeners that have been listening to the podcast for a while now, you might be thinking, what the hell are you on about? As soon as I could get my hair tied up in in what Tom calls the, the undercut man bun, I just left it there. I basically slept in it. Basically, played sport in it. You know, I'd wash it. And then oh no! It. And uh, and 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 having now seen that there's other things possible, and you may have noticed I've worn it down a couple of times on some of the episodes we've done recently. Not today because I was in a hurry. I feel like I've let you down a bit today, Tom.
1: Um, I love your hair down. Actually, I keep telling <laughs> yes. you that. I think it looks so good.
0: Well, the the video that I posted in the group was the first time that i would actually gone out in public with it down and had it tied up for a year and a half it's quite long now so you know it was past my chin and I went into the shops and I think I said in the video two human beings have seen me with my hair down now and it's like this <laughs> weird feeling um but I soon realized wearing it down just at home and stuff that the undercut was not going to do and was not going to cut it for me and I needed to grow it out and that's why I now consider myself to be on the journey because you might be thinking well your, your hair's already long time. what you're on about I'm now growing out my sides and and the back of my hair to have a full head of longer hair. And so I'm really now immersed in the journey and there's no getting away. There's no running away from it. There's no speeding it up as such. And um, I get to be there again because when I first grew it, I grew it to represent myself on a spiritual level of who I thought I should show up in the world as. might seem Mm -hmm. a bit strange, but that's what I felt like I needed to do. This time around, it's about letting go of ego and it's about going, well go on then really go through it really go through the process stop trying to posture and just experience it
1: what i have to tell you though as well like so even um even with growing now so you this this journey of like going through the awkward phases is tough like there's some days oh my god i looked in the mirror and i was like i sent you the photo the other day in instagram i was like i thought of I was like, look, I may as well wear some nice outfit, but uh, my hair did not look good when I was growing it out. And there was a lot of time. I I think, you know what, documenting it on the YouTube channel made it so much easier because I knew I had people to come in and check in about. But the times when I'm by myself, I'm like, oh, for real. And people would always just say, what the hell is going on with your hair? And I remember being quite insecure about it. But the journey is one thing. Once you get there, making it work for you is the next thing. So like I was saying before, having a go all the time before you quit, um, make sure like this is specifically for you. Like while you're on this journey, keep trying all the different things you can. Like, you know, the other day we were talking in Instagram messenger and I, you were talking about how your hair's really drying out on top. Yes. Now I felt really bad because I didn't, I don't have every solution for every hair type in the book right so i can't help with absolutely everything but i would want to encourage you to go and search the ends of the earth while you're on this journey to find out how you can frizz that because when you finally get to the end um you're going to have so much more ammo to yeah. combat like it all happening and you're really going to be more confident with it and really try and get into the styling um and there was one thing i was going to say before i went on that tangent it was actually i wanted to get I wanted to come back and get your thoughts on the reasons behind. Sorry, I'm just totally switching now. That's so bad. bad. It. See, I'm, I'm oh, whiplash, aren't great. I? <laughs> <laughs> Going back to people having a go, I think the two main reasons is like you know social pressures or they just don't even think there's a solution, right? Um, but the social pressure one, like, is that one that you were feeling when you said that you know you didn't feel safe posting about your hair in in another domain? Like, why was it the group that was, that made it safe? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what's behind that? And I think but, a lot of people can, will struggle from this. Like they have a fear of what other people are going to think of them for things like that. So I just wanted to like bring it up and maybe air it.
0: Of course. Yeah, of course. I think it's a great point And a great question. I think that ultimately it comes down to vulnerability. Yeah. And not wanting to lose control what happens next and I think it's all relative to the individual for me it was about being an identity online I have an identity I have a I have a podcast you know I have the TEDx talk I have the the Facebook page I've been producing content for years I have an identity to and the word that comes to mind is protect but it's actually to maintain but the reason you say protect is because you feel that there's a danger there's a threat to that by stepping outside of what people might Perceive as the expected flow of content. So by going completely over here, because it wouldn't have even been like a tiptoe outside of like sharing this new thing I'd done that I don't really share that often. It would be like, take me and see me for what I really am right now, which is this guy that has this hair thing going on um, that I still haven't figured out yet. And that's why there's loss of control because I hadn't figured it out yet. I hadn't figured out my plan. What's my narrative? Well, I'm gonna. The reason I'm showing you this, guys, is because I'm going to be growing it, and this is what's going to happen. I hadn't even figured that out. If I had that control, then it would be so much easier to do that. Mm. It was just in the moment. I was like, I feel like I want to post it in this group and just share what I've just done. which is go to the shops with my hair down, and it's a big deal for me. So I'm going to share it in there because it's a, it's a growth process, and it was and it was all of the comments and. And this is because I was in such a weak position, Tom. Not because I think it's a good thing to go by in life. Just because I was in a weak position that the comments made me feel okay. Nobody, I think, should go through life needing that, by the way. I don't think that's a good construct in life to go, well, let's see if I get approved over here. Let's see if I get approved over there. That's not good. Good starting point. Right? But when when you're down, when you're weak... In that in that thought line just that thought line that topic that thing and then people go no 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 what are you worried about it's fine I think it's great and then you're like mm. okay well, yeah fits. you know and, and then it starts to just just change the way that you think so that's why and I hope that makes sense and, and answers the question that you have made you had, mate. know okay. what it totally
1: does and I think what I was Relating it to was like, why would you be so scared about posting a video of yourself? And that's something that I've been doing a long time, right? But live, so when we just did that Facebook thing, I have the exact same thing, you know, like doing YouTube stuff. Like I said at the start of that Facebook live, it was like, yo, I've usually got control over the end result of what people are going to see. So right now, what happens is what you get so it makes me shit my pants and I feel vulnerable because like I'm known to have high energy videos that are always on point that are always edited really well that are always going to have a catch line or whatever and suddenly in a live environment I don't have it so actually through your explanation just now I related to it but with a different thing yeah that is so weird you just blew my mind
0: well, this is what on. everybody is feeling and thinking. You see, and inside their own world and reality. So, everyone that listens to this now, there is one or two things that you know of, and then there's a few things that you don't yet know of that are yeah. represent this vulnerability for you. And I think it's a good place to spend a couple of minutes, Tom, because my opinion is that you cannot you cannot by choice share vulnerability, because then by definition it's not vulnerable because you chose to do it. So it's like yeah. these posts that I see quite often where people go, ah. Oh, um, warning: vulnerable post, but it isn't because you've chosen <laughs> to write that. By choosing yeah. to write that, it's not vulnerable. What it makes it is different and truthful and outside of normal and maybe a bit open to um, more people having a different view of it. But it's certainly not what vulnerability is. Vulnerability is when it's I, just I, joy, I, I,
1: like here it is,
0: boom. Which is the which is the example there. But even one level further than that, if you really want to know what vulnerability feels like, then try this on for size somebody has your phone and they're going to post some photos from it but you don't know what photos they're going to post oh. you don't know where they're going to post it and you might not even know ever that's vulnerability because now you're like oh no what's going to happen like you I'm your pictures, yourself is going to show up somewhere on the internet and you don't know where you don't know who they're uh, going to send through your phone book that's vulnerability I think totally. an easy way to an easy way to understand it
1: wow you know, that makes me nervous thinking about it. But then I think, oh, I've sent a nude before. So, like, <laughs> what am I worried about? Like, come but on. The thing
0: is, like, with, with your hair journey, when you document it, and this is why it's such a great process and a great thing to do, it allows the vulnerability to occur at a, like, high level. So it's like an 80% or an 85 90%. But the mm. 10% of watering it down by saying, this is what I'm doing, this is why I'm sharing it, because that does change it, that, though, acts as glue and accountability to actually make it happen. So it's yeah. when, you, when, you, when you can do that in life with content, as you, as you are a content creator and there are other people listening and be thinking the same, this is why you should share the goings-on. This is why I've been sharing the goings-on of this new company I've started because it's the 10% that is not completely vulnerable. is the glue and the accountability that makes the next episode happen. So it's, it's yeah. very important to have that mixture.
1: So with Tide, um, yeah. just speaking of vulnerability, what's the most like? What's the most like <gasps> scary thing that's happened over there lately that you've had to overcome or look at? I mean, let's separate from the hair for a minute because it's not all about hair, but yeah, tell me about it.
0: Well, taking on taking people on, you know, staff and making that commitment to say I will take care of you now, um, and there will be enough work for you, and that rides on me. So that's uh, that's a big one, and I think that does. But with, it does symbolize what we're talking about. But with Tide, the thing is with documenting, like you did with the hair journey and just really capturing the process as you go, I got a second chance here to start a new company and show it warts and all right from the beginning and to make up yeah. the actual narrative. I call it my rookie season. And Michael Jordan had an incredible rookie season. Kobe Bryant had a crap rookie season. So yeah. I'm like very much aware of of. of I'm in my rookie season, so whatever happens, I'm going to be. I'm going to be the best. But whatever happens this season, I will learn from, and that's how. Yeah, that's how I see it. And and I'm I'm showing all of it because that way people can make their own minds up in two years' time. Well,
1: and even if you did flop, like you like you just said, I think your attitude really is key there because even if you do flop, as long as you learn from it or take something forward, then you can at least make that, you know tied two way better yeah, you know what you mean? Yeah. yeah i think i think that itself is a mentality to take on and i i need to take on i think for me personally more of that as well even with things like this Facebook live thing like you have no idea like it's such a ah! and then like, like just go, well, if i screw it up like who cares like it doesn't actually matter like the, the only time you should ever freak out and consider not having a go is like if it if you're going to die or if like it's going to burn a serious hole in your pocket that you can't bounce back from and pay the rent. Like yeah. if those two things aren't at stake, then you should be doing it. That's the real truth yeah. there. Hey. <laughs> it
0: is, and it does uh, Wow, it absolutely relates to our topic of giving it a go because what you've talked about there, I, I mean, how familiar are you with you with uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the pyramid of what we need as human well, beings? And
1: well, that- my mom, my mum often says, like, there's only, look, when it all sucks, there's only a few things that you need. It's like shelter, yep. a bit of company, whether it's one person, some water, and some food. You got them,
0: you're good. You've basically just explained the two bottom levels of, of, the, of the pyramid. and What we're looking to get to at the top is self-actualization, mm-hmm. which is about giving it a go. You don't achieve self-actualization without the process of giving it a go.
1: Actually, you know what, in saying that too, so what we are talking about before, like with the whole hair growth journey or even talking on Facebook or doing a business venture, um, having a go at those is definitely a good way to build confidence. But there's also like there's not when this is a realization I'm having in myself at the moment is like you can pretty much get practice at anything, become good and become confident. But really, at the end of the day, it's impossible to do everything in your lifetime and be 100% confident that way. The only way or the true way to be confident from within is to really just know that no matter what happens, you're going to be able to bounce back. And if you can get hold of that, I'm still really practicing that thought process in my own head. You can get experience in something or a singular thing and be confident at that. uh, But that doesn't mean that the next thing you pick up, you're going to be confident with. And what I'm coming to the conclusion of is the only real way to move forward into anything that comes your way next is to have that real inner confidence. Like usually I'll just practice and practice and practice something until I'm good at it. And I'm like, yeah, what? I got it. But really that inner confidence is something that I still need to build upon because when I do things like Facebook lives that I haven't got a lot of experience in that little trigger comes back up. And sometimes I need to really push that. So that's where I'm on at the moment, trying to get that inner confidence. So No no matter what comes my way, I'm going to be able to tackle it. Um, And it's a hard journey. Like, it's tough because I actually didn't get that from childhood, I think. So it's something that I'm acquiring now and I'm really happy about. So that's where I'm going with it.
0: Good for you. And it's something that everyone should understand they're not alone on. You know, even people they listen to on podcasts or watch on YouTube videos are still on their own journey of their own levels of what they want to reach and how they want to feel every day. We see this all the mm-hmm. time with famous actors and actresses and artists and you know Ed Sheeran being a prime example, someone who's not oh confident at what, you know, other than that one thing, for example. Um, now, interestingly, I think a large amount of that confidence can be rooted around your self-belief and just knowing that you'll always be okay. You'll always be able to do what you need to do in the moment and trust that. And then mm-hmm. there's also task-specific things like, for example, the Facebook Live um, there's a competence and a confidence loop there. So one grows, then the other has to grow, then the other has to grow. And eventually the performance element improves um, and the task gets easier. So uh, I guess the question self-mastery,
1: is... Self-mastery when, is where I'm headed. That's what I want. That's uh, yeah. in, initially what i I'd be really in control of knowing, Tom, you got this. Like, <laughs> let's go forward. And I keep getting challenges all the time. Like my normal job, like my nine to five, like YouTube's not my normal thing, but I'm challenged all yeah. the time. I don't want to go, ah! but then I go, no,
0: it's all good. We got it. <laughs> Come on, let's go. That's it. That's it. And what you did there is what, what we all have to do is we have to look inside of the proof and to yeah. enable ourselves that if we recognize how we've overcome challenges in the past, then it allows us to feel more confident in the moment. And that's why what I truly believe is when we look at some of the big things in the past that we've run away from, because they're too scary or they hurt too much. And we look at those and we actually recognize that by being here, we've survived that as a have yeah. it, then it allows us to start thinking about what else we've managed to do and achieving. Triggers it. a
1: different thought pattern of like I can rather than yes. I can't. It's so, it's so interesting. It's just about remembering that constantly. So that's the, the thing. But, that's it, yeah.
0: But, you're, you know, you're, you're doing what I'm doing and what everyone can do, which is looking to learn all the time, looking to learn and oh, yeah. all the time. So, for if anyone
1: you're
0: not listening, learning, you're losing. I'm oh, sorry. No, go on, that's worth, that's worth sharing. I like that. If you're not learning. <laughs> if you're really. not
1: learning, you're losing.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the, it's the only way the tagline. you can. Yeah. tagline. Yeah. So, um, Tom, for anyone listening now who maybe deep down, they know that you know, they should be giving it more of a go, whatever it is, um, from someone who had multiple chances and choices in their life to not give it a go and has been there in that moment of time where there was a fork in the road do i post this video do i continue this journey or do i do this instead um do i do that topic do i share this thing for someone who has consistently given it a go what would be your advice to them
1: in short it would be the only way out is through so whenever you catch yourself being angry that you're not where you want to be the only way out is through so you have to go and you have to you have to give it a go until it works doesn't matter how many times that you try so uh, from me starting youtube like i had so many names i had so many freaking ideas that i just kept throwing at a wall and then one worked and I, when i got that i went all right next and i kept working it and that's all you have to do and i you if you're really passionate about it too like if you actually give a shit about something um giving it another go shouldn't be a problem really so and if you find yourself getting tired perhaps look for something else like that might spark you and, and g- give you that oomph to like go, no i'm gonna have another go and i'm gonna have another yeah. go and another yeah. go
0: yeah that's, that's pretty much advice. what i'd say
1: the, uh, the only way out is through
0: yeah and there's two things mate from that that i think are worth elaborating on for us today and one yeah. is about you said angry people can get triggered and and that triggering process of oh look at that person's doing now or look at what mm-hmm. that, is is just them like saying to themselves I should be doing it I should be doing it I yeah. should be doing it It's protecting you know, them.
1: I can relate to that feeling myself. I've overcome stuff like that before as well. Like um, even in the hair niche, like oh he's got better hair. Like I should have that like, and you, well, yeah, you need to, you need to invite it in and, and look at what they're doing and go, cool. How can I be better? You have to lean into it through, go through. And often reach out to
0: them. Often there's, 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 there's a connection to be made. Maybe not right. We have to remember that it might not be now because I've done that before. And I've reached out to people and been like, Oh, they're so arrogant. They didn't even reply or whatever but then later mm-hmm. that connection has come through. So you can't, you can't hold people against that. That's just the, the way the world works sometimes. And then the second thing, mate, was you said about doing things you're passionate about. Yeah. There are stuff that we do in our lives, all of us, that we love doing that we would happily do all day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. There's things and you know, there's a mult- multitude of things. Um, when you find something like that, that you would, you would happily do it again, no matter what, yeah then that is a massive clue because that will pull you through the fog, the stress, the gray clouds of normal day life. When it gets in the way, you're still going to turn up and do it.
1: Yeah. And you know, like if you turn up and do it for the thing rather than an outcome. So I have a, I have like three mannequin heads behind this wall (laughs) and I'm trying to like really get good at braiding and making bows in hair, Like, there's no, I'm not sure sh- Well, I am uh, every now and again, I'm showing them on my stories or whatever, but yeah. nobody sees that shit. And every morning I'm in there doing a braid and a bow Good. On, yeah. uh, out of hair. You know what I mean? Like I'm just giving a go and there's no outcome. The only outcome is my skills getting better that nobody might even see. So if yeah. you can do that about th- this thing, whether there's going to be some reward or 10 million followers that you get, if you can do that, Without
0: needing that, then you're good. Yeah, man. Well, brains and bows. (laughs) We appreciate you being here today. And and your dedication to that is a prime example of how you dedicate your time and energy to anything that you're looking to work on in your life at that time. And that's just Mm -hmm. what you're doing right now. And you're giving that a go. Go on. Oh, one last thing, too. Sorry.
1: No, but like if you feel the pressure, like this has happened to me a lot as well. So build it, like content making takes a lot of my time. And I'm, I happily, put time on my weekend aside, but before I got really serious about it, I'd be like, oh, but I can't go and do the hair or the YouTube video because so-and-so asked me to hang out. Sometimes it's okay to say no to your friends if you want to go and do that thing because that thing is going to help get you forward, whether it be for an external reward or you just get better at doing the thing. It's okay to say no to... Yeah, let's have drinks again this weekend for the seventh weekend in the row. I felt really bad about that because I was like, oh, I'm missing out or this or that. It doesn't matter. Go do the thing. Get your skates Mm. on. Yeah, good (laughs) advice. Great advice. That was just the Uh, last thing. It's just one thing that I really struggled with. Like, oh, I can't say no. But yes, I said no, I'm doing this.
0: How did it feel the first few times you did it?
1: Horrible. horrible because i went uh, all i could think about was like oh i've let someone down and then i also thought i'm missing out on so much fun right now and then when you bring your attention back to oh the reason i'm doing this and i'm doing this now is because i want to get this happening that's the only way through (laughs) only way out is through
0: yeah and then as soon as you start seeing those results it just makes everything feel worth it all that way better time yeah yeah well thank you tom for being here today And for persevering, we had a few technical hitches on the experience this morning, Um, but it's been amazing. It's all worked out for the best. So um, if people want to, A, like literally thinking about growing their hair and want to get involved in the supportive (laughs) community that we've got, where can they find that? Where can they find the, the community?
1: So if you, if you search Thomas in action in YouTube, um, don't do that actually. Cause if you're going for the hair growth thing, it's like the first thing that does come up is that, am I gay thing? So that <laughs> and just go, just come up, just type in man buns and mains into Google and it'll come up. The only way you can get into the group is by, um, I'm not saying it's exclusive. It's just a filtering system to filter out people spammers. I just don't like, The higher quality people you can get in the group, the better. So that's why it's set up the way it is. But essentially you get to the website, you get to read a little bit about the group, then you have to opt in. It'll ask you to send in your email. We'll send you the secret link and then you'll find access that way. Yeah. And if you answer the questions, you'll get in.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, good. And secondly, if people want to keep an eye on your journey and follow you as you progress through giving lots of various new things to go along the way, Where can they follow and find you?
1: On Instagram, just type in Thomas in Action. And then um, on YouTube, type in
0: Thomas in Action. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Please do let me know your thoughts at Tommy Gentleman on Instagram. Let me know what you took from this episode. And I'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.